kick down the door. Yeah. Get in a creative flow and listen. I don't know if it's still gonna do some damage, it's still gonna crush it. I reckon they're happy mistakes. That yeah, one's yeah, so yeah. sick. The prince like, we're not becoming artists, like, you should drop that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but I love it so much, I can't. Oh, yes. <laughs> Happiness and crap podcast. What are we doing, Bruno's? We're making the coffee. You can hear uh, the coffee brewing. How many liters are we actually going to end up with? Two. At least. Well, actually, I is that a liter or is that two? Nah, it's a liter. We're in these little spaceships. 100k walk in 24 hours. We're going to punch it non stop. So. <laughs> We're brewing the coffee and get as many bullet coffees as we can. Alright, what's up? What's your plan of attack with the bulleting of this coffee once we actually yeah, how, much, how much coffee do we have in there? Uh, I don't know. Do you have like a, you know those things you use to check your oil, like a dipstick? I reckon 50 50 is good. Yeah. I'll start on the second uh, chemistry. Who's that? That old bird that's um like does all the cooking shit in America, like the super old one. And not Betty White, but that type of character. The one that went to jail? She owned Jack? Yeah, one of them went to jail. Can you just do like basically present how you make bulletproof copies but in her style? <laughs> I can't remember how she presented. Just pretty much like your grandma would. It's like if your grandma got a TV show. <laughs> it's hard it's hard without visual. I wouldn't like do some product placement. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot harder to go, here's some we prepared earlier. Yeah, yeah. You can say anything. We're actually making zucchini pie. <laughs> you can't see on the audio, but there's... um. You can you smell see. it. Yeah. <laughs> there's three of them sitting right next to the recorder. <laughs> no, we're definitely not making zucchini pie. Oh, that's bang on. Is that bang on? Shano, Bologna, Vera. Coffee machine is coming in very useful right now. Absolute workout. So, we're, we're getting ourselves prepared, <laughs> but one of our teammates is letting the team down. Do you want to run us through what's going on with Mr. Joel Trist? Mr. Joel Trist. So, Tristy's training regime has been minimal <laughs> in comparison to everyone else but his his taper week's been one of interesting uh interesting form he started it off on saturday night by getting absolutely blind <laughs> he got buckled on saturday night for riso's birthday and then spent all day sunday just feeling sorry for himself what a fucking lemon <laughs> and then went from from that into um, going down to the snow for a school snow trip for four days and he's currently, as we speak right now, what's the time, like uh, 7.30 7, 7 p.m.? No, 10, 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock, night, night before the, uh, the walk, he's currently probably Canberra? Yeah. He's in Canberra and needs to get back to... Sydney. Sydney. <laughs> at, the, 
<laughs> Sydney, as we have an 8am start time tomorrow for this walk, which is actually on the Hawkesbury River. So not only does he have to get here, but we've got about another hour on the train to get to the start point. <laughs> so he's, he's had a, um, a delayed... Oh, he's had an early start, really. His, his race has already started. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to... He's not going to get a, a ride up to Sydney tonight. He's got to get on the train tomorrow morning at 4 in the morning. <laughs> get his way to the Hawkesbury. So sleep is going to be minimal. He can sleep on the train, but he might end up oh, in sleeping, sleeping on Sydney trains is just a nightmare. All right, what, what's in these, these coffees, Winnie? I know you don't have visual aids, but let's, let's talk through uh, All right, so we're, eight hour energy. We're making bullet coffees. Yeah, we want as much energy as we can get. So we're going for full bullet coffees, probably getting eight shots of espresso into the thermos, and then mixing that 50-50 with coconut cream and coconut ghee and MCT oil. So we're going to be fired up. Maximum Water calories to burn. Because other than that, we've got heap of trail mix. We've got two kilos of trail mix with a kilo of dates and a kilo of... There was something else in there, I can't remember. Must get me to give us an update when you get to the shopping list. There's um, quite a bit there. We're pretty much just going to be filling our face for 24 hours as we move our legs for 24 hours. What's the Oxfam trail walk about, Bruno? What's, what are we raising money and awareness for? We're raising money for Oxfam, which is a charity that helps underprivileged people and does a lot of disaster relief as well. So they're a... Um, a pretty well-known charity in the uh, space of charities, but they, the Oxfam Walk has actually been um, been around for a long time. I don't know. Have you had a look on their website to see the history of it? Not really. I've seen. Well, I saw like finishing times for the yeah. previous fifteen years. Yeah. And I, I knew nothing about it until you guys signed me up for it. Yeah. The Trail Walker, I think, has been going since maybe like the 80s. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, since signing up, I've had so many people who are like, that is a fucking brutal walk. Yeah. I had one of the, I was talking to someone today who was saying um, it was, like, she, she knew all about it and she was basically talking about, <laughs> she was talking about how the Sydney one, She's like, they're all hard because they're all long, but the Sydney one is the hardest one you can do in Australia as well. So you <laughs> were just straight in the deep end. Yeah, pretty much. Which makes it twice as interesting. <laughs> have you have you done any kind of hikes like this before? No way. The the longest actual hike, so there's two hikes I can probably talk to that were um, not, not even of comparable length, but that were longer. Um, one of them was in Bergen last year in Norway. Yeah, right. And even then, that was, that was only 20, 26 k's, but it was pretty pretty gnarly with, with the hills. Yeah. Um, did you go to Bergen? 
Yeah, I went to Burger. Yeah, so you know what it's like just to get from the town up there? Yeah. Then you start pretty much sea level and move shit, up. Shit. What have you done? Overfilled him. <laughs> and the lid squeezed it out. No. Had a bun. It's a doozy. Still got the well in there too. Hang on. Uh, and then the other one, Nick and I did only three weeks ago, did 32Ks. Ah, 32Ks. Yeah, so we went from, from Nick's house in Jerringong, south of the Lurie Beach, to my house and climbing down via the top of Saddleback Mountain. Yeah, right. <laughs> so. That's insane. It was a sick walk. Like, we did it at night time, so we started at 6.30 after we both finished work. So after having a full day at work. And then um, we finished just before midnight. Wow. And you were saying it was freezing. Yeah, that was that was. So we're the wise was okay. It was just brutal because it got so cold. Yeah. Yeah. So we're in the dead of winter right now in Oz, which most of the time it's kind of pleasant. But it can well, it is pretty cold. It is where you are at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Kingscliff is nice. It gets cold down here. And Swamp Road is another... It's basically like being on another continent with how cold it gets. So um, this weekend for the walk, we've had a, a big cold front come through. And the swell is about 15 foot. Yeah, it is. Um, good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just mold it down there. The swell's about 15 foot, it's freezing, wind wind is bloody gale force. My flight down here got delayed an hour because the wind was causing havoc. And there's a chill with that wind, so... <laughs> I'll have to speak up, I'm grinding coffee beans. <laughs> Could get bloody cold tomorrow night on this trek. <laughs> Today was pretty cold. And what's what's the forecast saying? Seven degrees for that night? Yeah. Seven degrees. So that's Seven degrees without wind chill. So that's what Nick and I learned from how cold Swamp Road was. Because we... <laughs> yeah, you, yeah Swamp Road's out in the open, no yeah, trees. No, there was no wind. Yeah. And it was still zero. Yeah, we, we came down Saddleback, like Fountaindale Road. Yeah. And then when we got to like near the bottom, it started cooling off a bit. And we were just wearing like, I was wearing a long sleeve shirt and shorts. And that was it. <laughs> and um, I was like, oh, I've got a scarf and a beanie in my bag. It'll be fine. <laughs> got, to, got to the bottom. And um, yeah, oh man, it's, it's gotten a bit colder. I might chuck my beanie on. What was Nico wearing? Nico was wearing the same as me, long sleeve shirt shorts and he had um, at least he had a jumper in his bag and a beanie yeah and we got to the bottom like oh it's pretty cold put a beanie on so we both put a beanie on and then 35 seconds later both just went i think i'm gonna get everything i've got it's freezing <laughs> no way <laughs> it was so gnarly so we um we're not cutting any corners this time <laughs> bought some gloves got a bit of everything and um, thankfully all my snowboard gears <laughs> So my glove option is going to be full-on snowboard mitts. How's that taste? Fucking strong. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Well, we'll have some in the morning. <laughs> <laughs>
I, I'd be nervous now you said it's strong to try some out because I actually want to sleep tonight. <laughs> it's fucking strong. We're going to be going. Well, I mean, that's the purpose of it, isn't it? Yeah. What are you, what are you most excited for in this walk? <laughs> um, can't say finishing. Nah, it's, it's not about finishing at all. No. I'm like anxious about how delirious I'm going to be not sleeping and yeah. just hiking non-stop. That's what I'm most worried about is how tired I'm going to get because yeah. I honestly, every single night, I'm in bed at 8.30. Yeah. So by the time it hits 8.30, we will be at halfway. <laughs> like, we start at 8 a.m. That, that's the craziest thing. Yeah, and that's usually when I'm going to bed. That, I think that'll be the hard thing for me. I think physically, I mean, because I've never walked that far before, I don't know how I'm going to go, but because it's walking, I'm kind of confident that you can just, like, kind of grind through it and punch it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about the ability to grind it out. Yeah. Just blisters and that kind of thing that's going to make it fucking battle yeah and like obviously being in Oz to travel anywhere overseas to Europe especially you gotta do like a 24 hour stint yeah and I can't sleep on planes yeah and I always just I'm just that fucked it's just from just by the end of it yeah just from staying up watching movies and <laughs> stuff but when you're on a plane you're fucking killing to stand up and be, to be able to move around. Yeah, I, I think I would actually rather just stand up and walk for 24 hours and yeah. stand on the plane for 24 hours. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, until we do it. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. I could, this time tomorrow, I could have a very good view of it. It's a lot of coffee. <laughs> We've all been kind of messaging each other during the week and kind of sussing, sussing out how prepared we all are. And there's been one voice that's been pretty quiet throughout the week. <laughs> and it's the guy that we're all worried about. <laughs> Alright, just because I want to get you saying this on on audio form, at what point do you think he'll crack? I, I, I don't know. Tris is a beast. His endurance of this kind of shit is mind-boggling. You wouldn't think it, it would be, but... Is this his undercover bees? But in saying that, is that a big week? Is that a big week? And he's not gonna. He's he's going into this with pretty much no sleep. So no sleep and minimal training. Yeah. See, I don't know. If training would actually help troops. Well, yeah, then you're probably right. His long his longest walk for training has been eleven k's. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. He's just gone 10Ks and gone, so I'm just going to do 10 of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Nah, but should we, should we start a, or should, not should we start, should we put, like, place a bet on between you and Nick, like, if he's going to tap out at what point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I seriously can't. 70Ks, I'm putting down. 70. Yeah. yeah we, might, we might need another coffee. Shot in that one. Another coffee shot. I don't know. Let me, let's just put yeah. this in. Fuck. This bad boy. I'm calling, I was like, I'm calling 70Ks. 
What time of night do you reckon that'll be? That'll be at the worst. That'll be two like, a.m. Yeah, midnight or something. Oh, we're fucking bang on here. What are you following? <laughs> I reckon he'll do it. Yeah, but I, I reckon that. I reckon we're gonna half, have to half carry him. <laughs> <laughs> So, I've got walking poles because I've heard they're a necessity from these 24 hour things. Yeah. Do you? I don't because I figured between you having walking poles and Nick having walking poles that we won't all be needing them at the same time. So, my mate at work who does like these kind of walks and yeah. shit, the biggest one he's done is 50Ks. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, you need to do it on 50Ks. <laughs> And then I was speaking to people in the, the outdoor hiking place yeah. where I bought them from and they were like, yeah, that 50k walk, people at about 30k's were like trying to buy poles from bystanders and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, I'll give you $500 for poles. <laughs> no I was like, fucking give me those damn poles. So, yeah, come, come the middle of the night. People are going to be babbling. Yeah. I'm just hoping I've got some good mates that will lend me some poles. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see about that. I think you'll be alright. But considering... So Nico was waiting down home at Kayama for Joel to get back there from the snow. Joel isn't making it back in a reasonable hour. So Nico said, mate, get in the train on your own at four in the morning. But this has kind of put Nico out, and now Nico's got to carry the boats by himself. Yeah, Nico's got Nico's coming up here later than he wanted to, and he's he's the one that's got all of the stuff, so he had to leave so we could get prepared. Nico Nico is going to be off Joel, so there's going to be zero chance Nico wants to give Joel poles. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good point. <laughs> Do we uh, get the MCT in? Yeah, if there's room. <laughs> we can tip out a bit. Yeah. You don't want to I don't need to put myself in the Joel boat. <laughs> Joel can carry his own boat. <laughs> Who's going to carry the boat? <laughs> Alright, so the secret ingredient for bullet coffee. Endurance MCT. Insurance MCT. Shout out New Life. <laughs> <laughs> Shit better work. That's enough. We're golden. Just needs a good shaking. Shake and bake. We're fucking heavy on the coconut products, eh? Yeah, yeah. I'll try and name all the coconut products we have at home. So, coconut milk, MCT oil, obviously coconut oil, um, coconut ghee, coconut flakes. Um, coconut amino, coconut, um, coconut amino, what's yeah. that? Uh, he puts it in like uh, a bunch of curries and stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. Good? Did, uh, can... Yeah, I think so. Seems to do the job. You are correct. Yes. Uh, coconut water, coconut chunks, which is just frozen coconut flesh. That's a lot of coconut. That's a lot of coconut. And then like all these body washing machines with coconut as well. <laughs> we got 16 litres of coconut water for this walk. 
I reckon this is just what happens when you try and make coffee at night time. <laughs> it just all goes to shit. You're not supposed to be making coffee this late. Yeah, they, they know it. <laughs> fuck those people that drink coffee at night. I am a coffee addict, but fuck. How do you do that? Um, you know those people that have coffee after dinner? Yeah, I myself can do it only if I'm in France because it feels like it's just kind of what you have to do over there. Yeah, yeah. It's weird how when you travel and you adapt to like the cultural norms yeah. in the country that you're at, and you can do it, and it seems your body doesn't reject it. No, it's it, yeah. And then if you try and do it when you get back home, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Your body's like, what are you doing to me, you idiot? Yeah. So weird. Yeah. On the upside, we've got two litres of liters coffee, coffee ready to go. Yeah. They're going to need a serious shaking before anyone drinks them, though, otherwise it's just going to be pure oil. It's not first shot of oil. <laughs> My God. You know what on, like, yeah, on... <laughs> On the MCT that I have, it says on it, like, um, recommended dosage is six teaspoons per day. Yeah, same, like, so, so is my one. Yeah. I get the bullet, the actual bulletproof brand yeah. one. Yeah. I don't know how you could, and it's just like, not with anything, it just says six teaspoons, just like, straight out of the bottle. Go beyond that, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You're shooting for a day straight. <laughs> it's like... I don't know how you could do see I I have like a teaspoon in my coffee. Yeah. I'm like that seems that seems fine. Yeah. <laughs> Can't afford to do six teaspoons. <laughs> shit's expensive. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> We're gonna get six of much tomorrow, but <laughs> mm. coffees. Alright, we're fucking golden. Shano's inherited a kilo of coffee. At least, at least 800 grams of it. Can't believe you can't get beans in like a smaller capacity than a kilo. Alright, so are you gonna, are you taping your feet? I will, yeah. I just don't know how to tape them because I haven't had blisters so I don't know what area to concentrate on. I'm just gonna do what that video did and just tape everything. Mm, yeah. <laughs> don't know how. You better react after taping 24 it. hours. Yeah, kind of why not tape it, just kind of be a badass and regret it straight away. <laughs> <laughs> well, every hike I've done, I've never taped my feet. Yeah. Well, I've never done 100 Ks. Yeah. Exactly. 20 or 30 is like the, the max. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Nick's been getting these gnarly blisters on his feet. Nico's going to have to tape hardcore. His feet have been getting cut up and he's got the biggest shoes in the world. The have, biggest. You, have you seen his shoes? No, what's oh, he got? He's got some hockers. Some like killer boots? No, nah, they're like, you, you'll see him when he comes up. They're, they're, the soles on them are about two inches thick, three inches thick. Oh, almost. Yeah. You don't want thick soles, I don't <laughs> reckon. Well, I was talking to um, someone the other day who's actually doing um, research into into like hiking shoes and like running shoes. Yeah. And she was 
you're saying that you don't want something too thick because yeah, if it's, it's too soft, it messes with how you walk. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And I think that might be the problem with Nick. Well, Rogan talks about it all the time. And yeah, with Rosso's five toe vibe. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Nike kind of. I saw a documentary on it like 10 years ago. Oh, really? Because it compared how Olympic athletes run in shoes and then versus African yeah, subsistence yeah. hunters. Yeah. And the African subsistence hunters are on their toes the yeah, whole right. time. And then you watch like an Olympic runner and they're like heels striking, they're yeah. coming off their heel a lot. And, that's where you do damage to your knees and ankles yeah. and stuff. But have you ever actually tried to run like on like, heaps more on your toes? Like Bare, your barefoot. Yeah it's, yeah, it's easier barefoot, yeah. but in shoes it's so it's, hard. Yeah, as soon as there's it a hurts shoe more yeah. almost. Yeah, like it's weird with shoes that yeah. fully stops you from doing it. Mum, mum actually like a couple of weeks ago, I was telling her that thing about Nike because um, we were talking about shoes I was wearing on this hike and she was saying that she's like her trainer was teaching her to like really focus on getting the heel down first <laughs> I was like, don't do that <laughs> so backwards yeah but it makes sense if you look at shoes <laughs> I can't even it's too strange yeah your foot doesn't your foot's your, not your perfectly foot. rounded like uh-huh. you, it's gonna have that awkward like thing. you want to be kind of coming forward yeah and launching maybe everyone's just meant to sprint everywhere (laughs) yeah (laughs) basically (laughs) on the toes (laughs) Um, yeah doing the training for this walk yeah I'm conscious trying to like be conscious of it and be conscious of it for like 10 minutes and you're trying to walk off your toe more yeah but then you find yourself just slipping back into Scanning your feet yeah. flat on the ground. It's tough. It's really tough. Very tough. Is the desktop on your laptop? And the way you with so much shit everywhere, or do you just get used to it? Nah, it pisses me off. Does it? <laughs> Mine has like two folders on the desktop, and that's it. Yeah. I try and clean it up, Yeah. but it usually takes takes me to get to a point where it's like super messy, and then I'm like, ah, I gotta clean this shit. My favorite thing is when you right click and press clean up. Cleaner. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. It's not going to move anything off your desktop, but clean up. Clean up. <laughs> Straightens everything out. <laughs> move like two things. Yeah. Just like a poor housekeeper, it doesn't like put anything away. It just moves it all in. Like just straightens everything up. <laughs> it's so good. Need more lemon pledge. Yeah. <laughs> That was useless. Yeah, but now everything's straight. I agree, <laughs> but yeah. there's still a shitload of stuff. There's just so much shit there. But it's not like it compacted it and no, moves it, just, it all into I think one it just zone. has like its individual grid spaces and it just moves it to the nearest yeah. grid space. That's so weird. I think <laughs> the best idea is like if you are trying to straighten it up and you put like a line of them across the top and then it just at least make them look nice and straight. Uh. Yeah, I need to clean up my desk. Oh well. Too much shit. That's the least of my worries going into a 100k hike. Uh, you get about <laughs> 90k's in and just go, that desktop's really annoying me. <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> just 
can't wait to get back and just clean up my desktop. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the motivating tool to get yeah. into the, yeah. of the race. <laughs> Must finish. Must finish. <laughs> Need to do desktop. <laughs> so, what are you looking forward to in this in this walk? I really am looking forward to it being super hard. Like I've never done anything where I've got to a point where I feel like I need to quit. Yeah. I just want to see if I can get to a point like that just to try and push through it. Just because I don't know what that's like. I've never, I've never well, done any you, endurance things like that where I, it's gotten hard and I've been like, nah, I've got to stop. Well, I reckon your shark attack would have been an endurance thing because you didn't, you didn't drink that whole time and you were just like, fucking, I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, and that's kind of what I'm, that's what I'm most interested about. I'm obviously I'm looking forward to, the first half of the walk actually looks like a sick walk. Yeah, um, that, looking at the Trek profile, yeah. it is up and down like yeah. a fucking yo-yo for 50 kilometers. There's like ropes and ladders and chains and shit. Really? Yourself, yeah. Yeah, right. So I'm looking heaps forward to all of that, like as yeah. far as, the, the walk itself but I'm like, did you do any big mountain hikes in Norway just the the ones basically from from like down the bottom like in town in Bergen just going straight up the mountain so that's pretty solid <laughs> yeah we did some hardcore ones yeah Britt and I climbed this fucking full on rock slide yeah and it was on a beyond 45 degree pitch yeah yeah Brit had a busted hand That's right. <laughs> and we're climbing up over rocks and just a mountain of rocks yeah. that had that stood was, down the side of this thing. There was one that I did that was, um, I, I think it was a pretty common one that like a lot of people do because it's like just up the top of town. Yeah. You start and it's just got like big like blocks, they're kind of like just big stairs and they're all probably like about like just over knee height, like probably even more like quad height. Yeah, right. So, like, that's pretty brutal. Yeah, because you you're just lifting, straight up. Yeah. And then you've got to push up to get your other leg up. So, that was hard for me because, like, especially when I'm pushing off my left foot, it just all goes through my back. Yeah, do, do you have to push off the one foot the whole time? No. Are you I, I just do it as normal, and then it does go into my back, but I can kind of push through it a little bit because as soon as I get to a flat section, it, it goes away. Yeah, right. Um, happened when we went up saddleback like that last bit do you get like a back spasm or no it just kind of it just feels real tight and and just kind of pulls like right in there like just right above my left hip yeah um i'll probably get that just <laughs> but the main reason is like just because like because if i step up off that i'm fine but as soon as i go on that i kind of arch my back a little bit to get up yeah right because it puts it more through my back and less through my actual leg yeah it's just why the, the load's different that's like half the reason why everybody kind of said to get the poles yeah because once you start getting tired and you've got a pack on your back yeah. you, you just like lurch and forward, you forward yeah. and kind of hunching a bunch yeah so they reckon just having those poles you can straighten your back up and it fully helps yeah for sure what um what comedy do you reckon you're gonna break the poles out at? Ten <laughs> k. <10K. laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know, because I was like against getting them. 
Mm. I did like I just thought they were for old people or kooks or something. I yeah. like never used so, them, so yeah. I just had this kind of weird attitude towards them. And then, yeah. but yeah, obviously hadn't never done anything long like this before. Yeah, did you get it and bring your head torch? I did. How bright is it? Next one's so dull. <laughs> yeah, I think mine's pretty shit. I got mine's, like a ten dollar. <laughs> mine's so beast. <laughs> Do you get the $60 Canyon Aero version? Show oh, It's sick. Oh, Jesus. I'm ready? Blinded deer from three miles away. <laughs> Fucking party boy. <laughs> Goes Story in the flashing flash. mode. Yeah, I got the flashing mode, but mine's so dull. Is that? Yeah. Um, should have spent the extra 50 bucks in the diesel. Well, my aim one was supposed to be 100 bucks, but Catman was only on sale, yes. so it ended up being 60. But yeah, because mine was new and bright when I went for a walk with Nick. And when we did that 30, yeah. it, it pretty much his was like, there's no point having it on. <laughs> ah, I think mine's going to be like that. Yeah. We're in a lit room and yours is it's pretty yeah. hectic, eh? Yeah, just lit up the room even more. So the hardest thing is um, when you're talking to someone with a head torch on is not looking in the eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, We're just going to be going. <laughs> like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty sick when we were like up Saddleback. There's a heap of kangaroos up there. Yeah, right. I had no idea there'd be that many kangaroos up there, but there was heaps of foxes as well. No way. And the foxes, when you shine your light like Adam, because you can just see their eyes light up heaps. Yeah. And they just stare at you. They just stalk you like the whole time. Like, do not take their eyes yeah, off foxes, you. It's so mal- like, foxes it's so act scary. super weird to light. Yeah. Have you seen when they're on the road and a car, if you're in a car, what they do? Nah. They like run at the car really? towards a the light. They do stupid shit. Eh? Really? Yeah, it's weird. That's bizarre. Is that is that your torch there? Yeah. Is this more peso than MCs? <laughs> Uh, what brand is it? It is Oztrail. Oztrail. Oztrail sounds like a good brand, right? They do all those tents and shit, right? <laughs> that makes them good. You has got like a full lens on it. Oh, it's broken no, now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nix is a... I don't remember what his is. It's one of Roger's ones. Uh, Roger? Roger's pretty, um, pretty legit with all his hiking and camping shit, so... Who's Roger? George's dad. All right. He's probably got a sick one at home and he's just giving Nick the dud burger. Probably. <laughs> sick. Yeah, it's Holly's work. Yeah, right. It's Sam, isn't it? Yeah. Is he in Kohama? Is yeah. he based in Kohama? Yeah, yeah. He'd be Is he getting heaps of work? Well. What's he doing? Oh man, he's like the busiest person I know. He's, no way. He's doing heaps of murals for um, like schools and stuff. Yeah, right. But he's doing... It's <laughs> so weird, like five to 10 years ago when mm. I was down there and I was trying to get that work happening. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't get a bar of soap. Yeah, and now there's like between... Now there's a demand for it. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a little a little GoPro. How's <laughs> <laughs> a nozzle? <laughs> That's what I didn't expect it to have. A little... That's the lamest stroke. <laughs> so slow and like... Actually, point yours at the roof. <laughs> oh man! 
Um, this isn't getting anybody's attention. No, it's not. <laughs> At least you got the strap over the top. That's all time. Mine's, mine's just strap. around the sides. That's just going around the back of your ears and giving you chafe. <laughs> yeah, but at least it's bright. Yeah. Um, yeah, between Sam and um, and Kano, like, they get a fair bit of work between them. And I think Kano's basically just doing, like, a few murals and stuff now. If that, Sick. yeah. But, like, all the graphic design pretty much just goes to, to Hawley. Has, has Tom done any podcasts? No. <laughs> just got a logo made up. Just got a logo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's um he's been on a few lately though so yeah there's another guy that goes to the gym Derek who's Tommy's I like, always been good mates with but he was like let's because he's got an office down in Jerringham he's like let's fit out the office properly as a studio and go halves in the gear and yeah, it's an right. it's an office like Monday to Thursday so Friday Saturday they can record yeah so yeah he's I think Tommy's just like going halves in the gear and then. They yeah they just he's gonna start recording when when that gets set up which I think is in the next couple of months before the end of the year but I think Tommy will do a pretty good podcast yeah sure so is this gonna be on fitness I think so yeah I guess so it says fitness podcast in the logo but well, I, didn't, I didn't read <laughs> yeah. I saw the crazy graphics yeah yeah whoa that is sick but I mean well let's get him on and yeah. see what he's about yeah. I reckon. I told him a while ago that we should should have him on. So yeah, that's so sick. There's other boys doing this stuff. Yeah, there's in in our town now. Yeah, our sleepy little town, kind of waking up. It's getting there. Trying to think. um, There's another another girl at the gym. Maddie does one as well. Maddie Cook. Nah, Maddie Costanza. Okay. George Costanza. Because <laughs> I think it's Costanza. I don't know, just call her Maddie. She does one, and then yeah, obviously like Mark and Dane's one, which you would say is pretty local. What are they? What are they trying to? Their, theirs is for for Movember, like. Because so they're they're full on. They're ambassadors for Movember, yeah. like the foundation. So. They and raise more money than anybody. I think they. Donate. I think they would probably be up there with the top donators in <laughs> Australia. They've in the That's last. So good. They've donated half a million in the last five years. I think. Shit. Yeah. That's psycho. Yeah. So that's a hundred k a year. Yeah. That's yeah, insane. That's mental. <laughs> How do they do that? They have like built such a. They, like, they've built their own brand around it. Yeah, yeah, it's a like, brand around it. Yeah. It is a brand. It's but that's, sick. I think that's what the, like, Movember Foundation saw is they were like, these guys are good at what they do. Yeah. And then they were like, it, it'd be silly not, so they, Movember made them like ambassadors, which just means that they'll take them to like meetings and they've done like media training with them. Yeah. Like, oh, I spotted that in Mark. Like, yeah. Ages ago. Yeah, for sure. I was like, you need to be, not selling stuff, but like telling stories yeah. and like creating content. Yeah. Like he's the funniest. He's, he's such a funny mind. dude. Yeah. Like he could be a stand-up comedian. I reckon for sure. He, um, did you, oh, fuck, I keep forgetting. <laughs> Not on social media. <laughs> I'll show you this. Posted yesterday. He's, he's working like in an office now. He's like managing, I can't remember really what. Yeah, what is he doing now? 
Because he, he was like he was a, a manager. Was he an electrician or something? Before no, that? I don't think so. Oh man, he took it down. It was he got like a new standing desk. Oh yeah. And he's way too tall for it. Because <laughs> <laughs> the dude's like properly enormous. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah. Um, damn. With the most lovable head. Yeah. <laughs> Just such a nice dude. Oh, he's a legend. So yeah, they their podcast is is going to be pretty cool because they because they can do it through like Movember and get a lot of a lot of good guests that way and not only that but I think a lot of like decent exposure for themselves too just through November. Don't worry, I gave us a shout out on the podcast too. Oh, see, yeah, <laughs> for which for both pods, yeah, nice. <laughs> Did they know we were doing one? Yeah, yeah, right. So that was like the first thing that Dane said to me. He's like, "Hey, you're you're in the podcasting." I was like, "Oh, I've done it." done a couple and he's like yeah he gave him a, a, a bit of a listen just to see he's like i need to figure out what gear you're using and stuff he's <laughs> like all right happy to help you out but um i reckon theirs will be they'll be sick i'm interested to see what they're on with tommy's about yeah because they they were asking me what they should be talking to him about because he was on like just after me and um they were saying because they've got there's a guy in coma that uh, not in Kama, I think he's in Shell Harbour maybe. Have you heard of Ghetto Movement? No. What's that? This dude does... It's weird. It's it's just like different type of movements you do. It's like a workout, like a, an exercise thing, but it's also like really good injury, like prehab and stuff. Yeah. Just making sure your body's moving right. Yeah. And it's true just doing these weird movements like might be on the ground, like on... Just like on your haunches, but like just moving around heaps weird. But it's just really good for your joints and, and how you're kind of stretching and moving. It's just really good for mobility. So the guy that does that, they, they're getting on the pod as well. And they're like, we, we can, between those guys, we don't want to ask the same questions because they're both like in fitness. And I was like, yeah, talk to Will about fitness and then just talk to Tommy about resilience pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Because Tommy's... Tommy's story is so sick. Yeah. Like we're just talking about it over dinner. Yeah. We'll get him on yeah. and give us... The full rundown. That, that's he's an interesting guy. He seriously just picks these crazy things to do and then just doesn't. Like, he did a 1,000 cows on the assault bike. Um, when was that? It was on his birthday. <laughs> on his birthday? Yeah, he was like, it's my birthday Happy present. Birthday. Yeah, I'm going to do a 1,000 cows on the assault bike. That's not how it I spend a took birthday. took him like an hour and 33 minutes or something. What? Yeah. An hour and 33 minutes on the assault bike. <laughs> This is just to insane. Do a thousand cows. It's, oh, um, I thought you said. I thought not, you said a thousand k's. No, nah, not a thousand like, k's. Jesus, a thousand k's would take a bit more than an hour and a half. Yeah. No, nah, a thousand cows is. Um, I don't actually know what it is in k's. It's a lot. It's a fuck ton. <laughs> like the assault bike is a weird, a weird beast. I don't know if you ever used it before. It's no, so brutal. I don't go near gyms. So the assault bike is. You've got in in like order of easiest to hardest. You've got running on a treadmill is the easiest. Yeah. Because the treadmill basically does all the work for you. Yeah. Um, actually, no. Sorry. Exercise bike first, and then treadmill second. This is for me. Right. <laughs> Other people might this, have different rankings, but this is this is breast scale. System. Yeah. So exercise bike, treadmill, um, and then I would go ski erg. Is that that thing where you're like, 
It's it's basically like a rower, but it's no, nah, that's the elliptical. I'm not right. I'm not including that in these rankings because I've never actually been on one. Um, nah, ski erg is basically uh, like a rower on like tilted up. So it's got like these two things you pull down. It's just like paddling on your knees. You kind of like just pull it down yeah, like that. Right. It's a really good workout. It's good for um, pretty good for paddling strength. It's just like you're skiing. It's like you're walking with <laughs> your two poles, <laughs> but like powerful. Should have got on that thing. Yeah. Um, ski erg and then then the rower and then the assault runner and then the assault bike so what what's the difference between the assault bike and your usual and the usual bike so the bike. assault bike is um, the the front wheel is just a big fan yeah so that's kind of how you get your resistance is just through like the the air resistance with the with the big fan and it's it just feels like a big clunky machine when you like when you're pedaling it. Ah, uh, yeah, I think I've been on one of them. And um, yeah, they're like super old school, but the the handles move as well. Oh uh, yeah, like that. So it's super hard just to it's there's just nothing comfortable about it because mm. you can't you can't like Tommy was saying this, you can't hide from the assault bike because you can't. So an hour and a half. An hour and a half is fucking that brutal. That is like, fucked up. Yeah, I I I jumped on the other day. And I did a hundred cows and I finished out and I was like, holy shit, he did nine more of those. I almost died doing a hundred. Fuck. <laughs> like it's insane. No way. Because I've always thought rowing was, was really hard and I worked heaps hard at getting better at it because it was so hard and the assault bike is just like another level. It's so gnarly. <laughs> Fucking no way. Well, we've done... An hour. When's Nick here? A pre-race pod. Yeah. He shouldn't be too far off, but I reckon we start strapping feet. Oh, yeah. And we'll talk to you, Mr. Recorder Machine, halfway through the race, I'd say. Oh, we might need to do a quick recording with Nick to see what his bet on Tristy is. Oh, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> we'll, yeah. We'll be back in like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> or we feel like right now. <laughs> and Nick to walk through the door now. now. <laughs> I reckon Tristy's going to get to about 57.6 kilometres, a.k.a. St. Ives checkpoint. Yeah, probably not a bad guess, Nico. So that concludes part one of the Oxfam Trail Walker banter. Part two will be all of us salty striders reconvening a week later and talking about how brutal the course was how assaulted our bodies got how far Tristy got in the race how far I got in the race and the two bloody little champions Nick and Brett crossing the line and what they had to say about finishing such an epic task all right click on part two see you on the other side